When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Today we sit down with Sol Yamini, CEO and owner of the iconic Pink Dot, the first of its kind delivery grocery service that's been mentioned in songs, seen in movies, loved by celebs like Kobe Bryant, Jimmy Fallon, and Fergie, just to name a few. He's also partner of Urban Leaf, the first and only cannabis dispensary on the Sunset Strip. You definitely want to tune in to hear his story about dropping out of law school to ultimately take over the famed Pink Dot, and of course, so much more. Cool. Well, Sol, welcome. Uh, really excited to have you here for this particular conversation. You've got a couple of incredible businesses right here in West Hollywood. Definitely one that's an institution, Pink Dot. Uh, you also have a newer business as well, too, Urban Leaf. Um, we'll definitely do a, a deep dive into both of these businesses. Before we do that, I'd love to talk a bit about your background to kind of bring viewers up to speed. So I believe you were born in Iran, right? And then you were raised in Beverly Hills, which is, for those that might not know, neighbors of West Hollywood. So would love to hear a bit of your backstory and then uh, kind of tie in how you've always viewed West Hollywood as you were sort of growing up. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. This is great. I love visit West Hollywood. Um, and thank you. Of course. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you said, I'm the CEO and owner of Pink Dot. I was born in Iran, raised in the Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And West Hollywood has always been my neighbor, my neighbor and my, yeah. you know, where I played. I, I was about right? to say your playground, it's, right? It's, you know, it's, I, I, I would, I, I could probably say it's where everybody plays, yes. right? It's the, it's, That's fair. it's, 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 it's a, it's the cooler part of LA mm -hmm. is how I like to call it. And now West Hollywood is my, you know, stomping grounds and it's where I have my businesses. I have three businesses here. Very proud of West Hollywood. I love it. And I think it's one of the best cities in the entire country. And I want to see West Hollywood just boom and grow and, you know, could tell you about my businesses and yeah. whatever you like to know. We have, um, you know, I've known you for, for a while, yeah. Saul. You've been very involved in the city. And obviously, as the owner of Pink Dot, you're really involved in the Sunset Strip. And I know that you're on the board of the Sunset Strip Business Improvement District, which is really important to the city because we travel around the world. Yeah. And what everybody has heard of is, you know, not only West Hollywood, but they've heard of the Sunset Strip. And Pink Dot is such an institution that mm -hmm. everybody knows the name. So I think it's going to be really fascinating to kind of hear the history of it and your background of how you got into that. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's do it. No, so, um, yeah, let's start talking about Pink Dot for, for a minute. It opened in 1987. Yes. Before your time, we will clarify that. I'm we not that old. We I didn't start it. That. <laughs> Just making sure everybody knows. Um, and it's interesting because I really feel like it was first of its kind. Um, and it's certainly... Before there was Postmates, yes. Uber Eats, Grubhub, yes. and all these other apps. Yeah. If you guys think about it, the only thing you could really order back in the day was pizza and Chinese food. I was just about food, to say, exactly. Right? <laughs> You'd either order Chinese food or pizza. There was nothing else. Yeah. Um, and then Pink Dot came along mm -hmm. and they started doing groceries and, you know, liquor and cigarettes and, you know, snacks. And then we got into food. We had a full kitchen and we started That's doing, amazing. you know, all, 
all different types of foods. Was and it always in that location that it is now? Was so, that? So yeah, it was always in that location. Yeah. And um, it expanded to about 45 locations at one point. Mm-hmm. And I'll get into all that. Yeah. And it was the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. It was the first one to do grocery delivery. Oh, okay, really? In 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 the U.S. Yeah, in the U.S. In the U.S. That's impressive. Yeah, I don't know outside the U.S. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, but 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 I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could. It. Yeah. Let's just say yeah. Okay, we'll claim it. Let's Hollywood <laughs> was the first to, to first in the world to do <laughs> first in the world okay. to do all right grocery delivery. And the marketing guy, you can tell. Check and, out. And yes. <laughs> and um, you know the brand is very strong. It's been in so many movies. And, yeah. And commercials and rap videos and music videos and. Uh, you know, now now it's become a spot where like new brands that come out, they want to be in Pink Dot. Mm-hmm. Like they ask like, hey, you know, like Travis Scott, for example. Yeah. He came out with a drink called Cacti. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a big he's he's a big star. He's married to uh, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Heard of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. 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 yeah those, and, yeah. Maybe. Or, or maybe not married or, you know, they, they have a baby. Whatever the situation yeah, is. We, yeah. And <laughs> no judgment. He, he, uh, he, he reached out to his manager and said, look. Before we go live mm-hmm. and we start selling this product to the world, yeah. right? First place I want to be is Pink Dot. It's just nostalgic for me. I just got to <gasps> be there. Like I grew up with this brand, mm. and the manager calls our guys, and you know, it, it was it was through it was actually through um, Anheuser Busch that did mm-hmm. the the whole manufacturing yeah. and everything. And we did a huge thing for them, where we launched his drink at Pink Dot, and like it was like thousands of people came. Oh He's got gosh. such a huge following. And he came to the store and did like a 45 minute, one hour, you know, his, his, his whole thing yeah. and like took pictures and, you know, that, that's just one example of how Pink Dot is so involved in pop culture yeah. and like how it's so, it's so relevant even 40, almost 40 years later, yeah. right? It's still like one of the, one of the spots where people like Travis Scott want to, want, want it to be the first place that they, that they launched their, you know, product or whatever. Oh, totally. And Adam Levine had a, had a. Had a, had a tequila drink, and then mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner launched her eight one eight tequila. So it's been awesome. it's been such a such an iconic spot even till this day. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously the Sunset Strip. Is, of course, there's, there's there's no there's nothing in my opinion more iconic. He knows how much I love the Sunset Strip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all about the Sunset Strip. Yeah, and the Sunset Strip is just you know that's L A to me. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I was telling Sarah that she has to follow. Y- the pink dot Instagram. Cause that's where I've seen all of those stories of you with these celebrities launching their, their brands. And it's it been, really yeah. has become a thing. It's really cool. It's really cool. And it's, you know, it's, it's very, it's very humbling that, that all these guys are like, and they come in there and they're like, they all have a story. They're like, Oh my God, <laughs> pink dot. You don't understand how many, like, like, like I could show you on my Instagram. The first thing Adam Levine does goes, do you understand how many times at three in the morning Pink Dot has saved my life? <laughs> exactly. Like, like cigarettes, like it's you name it. Yeah, you name it. Like you know, condoms. People, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, of course. It's like everyone's got a story, and it's like whenever I tell people I own Pink Dot or I bring up Pink Dot, it brings up a good memory. I'm sure for them because when you're ordering Pink Dot, you're in a good mood. You're either ordering alcohol mm-hmm. or you or you're you ran out of alcohol <laughs> or you're like you're at a party and you need more alcohol. You're continuing the party. I'm sure you guys have all heard the Jimmy Fallon Kobe Bryant story, right? Wait, no. I tell it. You tell, haven't heard no, the story? Tell You've heard the story. story. I don't think so. Well, we should actually try it, yeah, try we it. should actually oh. if you have internet, you should you, you should google it later, but um or I can show you now, but there the, Kobe Bryant is on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Fallon's like, Kobe, do you remember when we first met? He goes, yeah, we went to Pink Dot. And he goes, do you remember that? He goes, yeah. 
And he and so they're at a party in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And Kobe mm-hmm. just got on the Lakers. He's like, um, whoever's party it was, it, it, it was it was some other celebrity's party. And Kobe was new to Los Angeles, and Jimmy Fallon was just starting out. But they knew each oh, other. Like, yeah. He was a comedian, and he was he just got on the Lakers. He was like, like you know, young, whatever, however old he was. And they are at a party, and someone goes, "We're out of beer." <laughs> and then Jimmy Fallon looks at Kobe, goes, "Should we go make a beer run?" And they drive down Sunset Strip, and the whole thing is on. Like, oh my God. and then, and then, uh, they're driving down Sunset Strip and that's when Pink Dot wasn't open to the public. It was only delivery. Oh, okay. So they walk up and they knock on the door and they're like, we need beer. <laughs> and the cashier's like, we don't sell anything here. We just, we just deliver. We, we just deliver. And he goes, I know, but we, there's nowhere else to go. We need beer. We, I mean, they told us to come to Pink Dot. Can you deliver it here? And he goes. He goes, sorry, I can't. So then Kobe Bryant takes out his ID and puts it on the window mm. and goes, I'm a Laker. And then the cashier goes, oh, okay, come in, come in. And they went inside and like bought whatever they wanted. Oh my God. Yeah, and they walk out and like, and like in the video, they're like showing each other walk out. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, so, you know, like stories like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's been on Entourage, Sex in yeah. the City. Totally. It's got so much history and, you know, it's, Obviously, the location speaks for itself. Yeah, so. the location definitely. So wait, I want to actually ask a question about the branding because, again, for those that might not know, I mean, it certainly is iconic as far as the, I mean, it hasn't really changed much from the outside. But then also, can we talk about the VW delivery vehicles? I mean, I don't know how much Absolutely. you use them anymore. I mean, um, well, they, they became a little the hard pinkies? to maintain. They became a little hard to maintain. <laughs> I, that's fair. It was like every other delivery, they would break down. So it was like... <laughs> I mean, we still have one parked in front, right? Yeah, people they'll take pictures of it. They love it, but like back in the day, we used to have a fleet of three hundred of them. No, three hundred. Yeah. And then once oh, in the wow. Pride Parade, yeah. they asked us, did, "Did you know about this? No, to take four of the p- pinky cars and just drive it down <gasps> the Pride Parade." Oh my! And gosh. we had a pinky mascot. He was sitting in one of them, and he was he was waving to everybody. That's awesome. really funny, yeah. That's so cool. Well, I mean, again, that goes to show you that strong branding, yeah. I mean, can do so much. And something as simple, and this was, a, again, we're talking about, I mean, I guess when they were using these vehicles more so, I mean, it was shortly probably after they began, right? Yeah. And and so that really helped establish the brand, I'm sure, pretty I mean, much. look, those right cars weren't ideal for delivery, but no. but but it made such a splash. Like, people yes. loved, like... Like even even kids would call would tell their moms, can you can you bring those cars to our birthday parties? We just want to have one car there. So yeah. so for it was a kid's birthday party. The mom mm-hmm. paid us like some crazy amount yeah. to bring two of the cars and just park them there. Oh my gosh! Like in front of the house, and you know, I mean, they were cute little. They had like a little propeller propeller on the top. They had eyes. Yeah. yeah. You know, so everybody knows Pink Dot as those you know those cars that were driving completely. around. Completely. So you shared a couple of, of uh, stories of different celebrities, which I love. Do you have a favorite memory from yourself from when you were growing up that you can share? Of, of me dot? ordering yeah, pink dot? Yeah, or anything from like your childhood before so, you became uh, I'll tell you how I even got into Pink Dot. Okay, yeah. yes, This is a good do. story. Please so do. I'm in law school. Okay. And me and my buddies would, would you know, either go to my house or we'd go to, back then I was living, I was living with my parents and, um, or we'd go to like one of my buddies' house and we'd always order Pink Dot, yeah. right? Because we'd love the salad, we love the turkey gobbler, yeah. and we'd always order. And like, you know, some of my friends would smoke, they'd order cigarettes, some of them would, ha- would have a beer, but we're in law school, so we're staying up late and we're yeah. studying. And one day we called the Pink Dot that was in our neighborhood, which is the Century City one, mm-hmm. and they routed us to a different Pink Dot. And they're like, sorry, the Pink Dot in your location, in your area is now closed. So we don't service that area anymore. And oh. we're like, wait, what? What the? <laughs> 
Yeah. How's that possible? So I was, I was so, so and, and, and at the time, one of my buddies had a, had a law firm and I would go there and like help him out and like, mm -hmm. and like learn the business. So I'm like, I went there, I'm like, can you believe Pink Dot closed in our area? And he goes, how's that possible? I'm like, it just, it's not there anymore. Like we can't get Pink Dot. He's like, he's like, yeah, but I mean, can't you order from somewhere else? Yeah. Like there is nowhere else. Right. Yeah. And it was like, there was literally nowhere else to order from. Right. Uh -huh. It was like, it's not like today where every restaurant does delivery. Like yeah. there was Chinese food, pizza and Pink and Dot. Pink Dot. <laughs> so he, he saw how concerned I was. And he's like, he's like, why don't you find out what happened? So I literally called and, you know, Pink Dot was owned by Stater Brothers. Stater Brothers bought it so that it could be their delivery wing mm. of all their supermarkets. And it never, oh. it never really, they were never a ever able to integrate it, right? Uh, okay, yeah. So it was like one of those assets that they were kind of like sitting on and, you know, some of their locations, the leases were coming up and they weren't renewing them and they were kind of closing it down. So they, it was like one of those things where, they bought the asset for really cheap mm -hmm. and then they were like not really taking care of it. So it was, it was like dying. And I was like 23. <laughs> so I get a hold of the CEO of Stater Brothers and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? How, how, how is this, how is this happening? Like Pink Dot's such a great business. How are yeah. you guys letting it go? And he's like, look, I just, it's, it's just one of those things that it's not our business model. It's not our core business. We're a supermarket. We're wow. not really focused on delivery. And yeah, it's they like, would focus elsewhere. It's like it's just like there's too many moving parts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can I come meet with you? And he's like, why? I'm like, I, I just want to come meet with you. <laughs> oh, I, I love this. And he's like, he's like, sure, come. Yeah. So I went, I went down. His office was in Laguna Niguel. I was like, this, you know, I'm 23. I'm like, right, what am I like, doing? Oh I like gosh. put on a suit, on a tie, <laughs> shaved. I was like, you know. With the intention to, with the intention just to talk to him, I didn't know. To I, didn't, I didn't know what was gonna happen. I was you like, just thought something. Maybe I'll work for the company. I don't know. Maybe I'll help them like grow it. You you, know, but you I, felt that passionately about yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, like, I was like, no, I was like, I was like, this is this is like, uh, it's an LA. I, I don't, I don't want it to go away. Yeah, you know. So I went there, and and the guy looks at me. He goes, "Wow, you really care, huh?" <laughs> Having a meeting with him, he's like, you know, the CEO of Stater Brothers. His name yeah. is Dan, and he's, you know, obviously a big shot. And yeah. He's like sitting there talking to me. He's like, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting question. I don't, I don't know, but I think we should save the company. He goes, do you want to try to do it? I go, I would love to try to do it. Wow. He goes, okay, let's see what you got. I swear. Hmm. And oh, my I went, gosh. And I started working for the company. I was, running, I, was, I was running the stores. I was the district manager, and I, started, I started running all the locations. Yeah. For Stater Brothers. For, for Stater Brothers, for the Pink Dot division. Pink Dot division. Correct. That's amazing. I had no I, idea. And, and then I ended up working out a deal with him. He ended up falling in love with me. He's like, wow, yeah. this guy is great. <laughs> so whatever he paid for it, I ended up paying him back and then some. Which he loved you even with more his, for. With, with, with the money that I, I was making from yeah. Pink Dot. Yeah. I increased the sales. I made the company, you know, back to what it was and then some. And he, you know, I still keep in contact with him. He literally changed my life. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I would be today if I didn't, if I didn't take that meeting. That's incredible. Yeah. That is, and I love that you're sharing this because that's kind a of a lot of people don't know this. No, a lot of people don't yeah. know this, but also that that's sort of the the point of or what we sort of discovered with this series is that how West Hollywood, mm -hmm. just due to the nature of it, has become such this beautiful like fertile ground for entrepreneurs and people to develop or expand on businesses and and to ha everybody always has an interesting story and this one is. 
That's an amazing story. Well, let me tell you why the Sunset Strip is so special to me. Perfect. So we, we, we growing up, my family lived on Mount Olympus, okay. which is off of Laurel Canyon. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of my parents, friends and family lived in Beverly Hills. Yeah. So we would take the Sunset Strip. Of course. Back and forth. Every like almost every day. Yeah. I was like, so I kind of like when I was a kid, I was like peeking out the window and I'd see like all these like nightclubs, Mm -hmm. you know, the Roxy, like Carnies and, you know, like what's what's a coconut teaser back there and which is now, you know, yeah, 14. Yeah. And like all these places. I see like, you know, all all these people walking on the Mm -hmm. street. I was so fascinated by like I couldn't wait like until I was old enough to actually like experience what's happening. And there's so much action and energy and it was so live. The House of Blues and, mm-hmm. you know, all this yeah, stuff right. growing up. And I'd see that and I, and, and I had such a, like, passion for the, for the Sunset Strip, how amazing yeah. it was. And, you know, now I see it all shifting and we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to me, I mean, people come to L.A. and they're like Hollywood Boulevard and, you know, the Grove and all these other places. I'm like. Sunset Strip is really L.A. Uh, and iconic. And iconic. Like, if, yeah. like. There's certain TV shows that they show clips of the Sunset Strip, 100%. different different venues. You know, is it the Sunset Strip that we knew 20, 30 years ago? No. No, it evolves. It evolved, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody grows up. Yeah. Right? Totally. I think I think it's I think it's going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I like where it's going. I think it's more chic and more upscale. It's becoming more less about the, you know, rock and roll vibe. Yeah. More about like the upscale restaurants and a lot know, of walk- hotels too. A lot of hotels, which I think mm-hmm. is great. Amazing. Yeah. And I love Perfect the rooftop location. bars. Mm-hmm. I love the I love, you know, like Madeo just opened up on uh Yes. Yeah, you know, for it was them. A very good. For Madeo to go to, you know, the one hotel was a big move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That it just was a shows huge a huge move. Huge move. So yep. like, you know, I mean, you were concierge. You know how 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 important Madeo is to the city. Oh, yes. Definitely. Huge. Everybody loves Medeo. That's like mm-hmm. the that's like the spot. Yeah. So Fred Siegel moved from Melrose to Sunset. Exactly. You know, Supreme moved from Fairfax to Sunset. Yeah. These mm-hmm. are all iconic brands that could go anywhere. Yes. Right? They have the money to go to Rodeo. They have the money to go to Melrose. They have the money to go. Why are they on the Sunset Strip? Because it's the Sunset Strip. It's where everything's happening. And this this might be top secret, but I'm going to tell you guys. So mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian has a brand called Skims. Mm-hmm. Right? Might be familiar with it. <laughs> And she's opening up her flagship oh. right next to Mel's Diner, her first ever skim store cool. on the Sunset Strip. That's awesome. So this is so everything is West Hollywood, mm-hmm. West Hollywood Sunset Strip. And you know, J- Jeff and I know this, but a lot of people don't know that Sunset Strip is only a certain distance. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not it's like not the it's entire. not from the beach all the way to downtown. Correct. Right? Correct. It's from Doheny right. to. Almost Crescent Heights. Yes. A little right. a little before Crescent Heights. Yeah. But basically, yeah. Yes. So that's the Sunset Strip. Yeah. And that's West Hollywood. Completely. Once you pass that way, it's Beverly Hills, and that way is LA. Yeah. But you know, when you talk about, um, obviously it's evolving. I think when the Pendry opened, we talked about there being a renaissance on Sunset Strip because the Pendry is where the House of Blues used to be. You talked about the House of Blues. So, you know, when I go around the world and talk to people about why they should visit West Hollywood, which is the heart of L.A., I talk obviously a lot about the Sunset Strip. And I think there's a really interesting mix on the Strip of these really luxurious hotels and vibey hotels with great rooftop bars and cool clubs, but also the Roxy and the Whiskey and the Viper Room is still there. Like there's this really interesting mix, I think, of authentic old school, what it used to be, get down and dirty and listen to some rock music 
some live music and, you know, go over and have a martini at the Tower Bar. Like it's, it's like no place in the world that you have that interesting mix of those kinds of things. And I think that's why the Sunset Strip is so special. And, you know, for your business, you sit at the base of the Hollywood Hills, which just that fact in itself is probably why Pink Dot is so successful today, right? Because people needed to have deliveries up in the hills. I mean, we're, we're right there at the bottom, like you said, and right behind us is where all the big houses are. Yeah. Right. And all the party is happening right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like a right behind Perfect us. location. So, so, I mean, my, my drivers know how to zip through those hills, like yeah. the back ways, the front ways, yeah. the, you know, exactly. We always, ways. we always talk about, um, you know, Hollywood is kind of where, you know, a tourist needs to come. You need to see the walk of fame and yeah. you need to see the Hollywood sign. If yeah. you come here for the first time, sure. But West Hollywood is where Hollywood lives. Yes. Like this is really where this is a neighborhood. This is a lifestyle yeah. here. This is this this is not a, a tourist trap. This is yeah. a place where, you know, people have their whole lives. Well, people say I'm going to Los Angeles, right? Mm -hmm. They're not really going to Los Angeles. No. They're coming to Santa Monica. Yeah. Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, right? One hundred percent. Los Angeles just happens to be, you know, the bigger name. The, the bigger, bigger name. Yeah. But exactly. it's like I'm going to L.A. But you're really coming to like. You know, places this is where people are staying. Yeah, this is where people are staying. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is, this is where you want to be, right? One hundred percent. If you know, you know. This is where you want to be. Now, now everybody slogan. should know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> From listening most to most people, most people know. No, of course, most of course. Know. So I want to uh, switch gears a little bit and talk about actually one of your other businesses that you're a partner in, Urban Leaf. Um, so for those that don't know, this is a it's a dispensary. Um, but can you share a bit more about it uh, as far as you know? Why did you end up becoming a partner in it? What what makes it unique? So I was never into cannabis. I mm -hmm. was never, um, you know, I would smoke here and there, but I was never interested in the business. Mm -hmm. And I knew I knew there was a lot of money in it. I knew there was, it was very it was very lucrative, but I never had any plans of getting into it. Mm -hmm. And then West Hollywood was giving out these lounge licenses, and everybody was trying to get these lounge licenses. Mm -hmm. And they gave away eight dispensary licenses. And when they gave it away and they were talking about it, they said they wanted to give it to local businesses and businesses that you know understood West Hollywood and businesses that understood the regulated industry and businesses that understood you know how to make um, how to deliver regulated products. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sounds like what I'm doing, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna apply for these licenses. So I put together a beautiful package mm -hmm. and we got all four licenses. Oh got wow! The consumption lounge, the delivery, the um, the medical, and the adult use, and we were one of the only groups that got all four licenses. That's amazing. And then I went and partnered with a big cannabis company mm -hmm. because I'm not the cannabis guy. You know, everybody opened up their locations on Santa Monica, mm -hmm. and obviously, where did I open up? Sunset the Sunset Strip. strip. <laughs> only dispensary on the Sunset Strip. So actually, you you kind of you know mentioned something that reminded me of all the years when I was working at the concierge desk, a big question would always be of people that were traveling here. Uh, they would ask, you know, before they would go to a dispensary or someplace, they're like, Oh, can I just go? Do I need a car? Do I need this? So, I mean, can you just share a bit like for somebody that might be coming here? What do they need to know if they want to, to visit? You just need an ID. Easy. And money. Well, <laughs> somebody to pay for it, yeah. that's, that's always helpful. ID, credit card, <laughs> no, but, um, uh, yeah, it's 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 become so simple. You just need a, need an ID to show that you're 21 and over. Yeah, to walk in, obviously valid ID, and that's it. You can buy whatever you want. Yeah, and and I do love that you 
mentioned as far as how it came about, because obviously the partnership with Pink Dot as well as Urban Leaf, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of was there pretty much from the birth of it yeah. and then probably uh, has has just been able to continue and and almost even probably help uh, help things even, you know, during the pandemic when everything was so up in the air. Well, during the pandemic, the two things that were making money, only two things were alcohol and cannabis. Exactly. Right? So, so you chose wisely, my friend. I wasn't on purpose. I didn't know that was going to happen, but no, that just happened to happen. <laughs> you were definitely lucky. Does Urban Leaf deliver? Yes. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier, right now it's just retail, but you're opening a lounge. Mm -hmm. So yes, at some point, yeah. This, so this year um, or something, you know the lounge. The lounge part of it, we kind of put on pause because of COVID, mm -hmm. and we didn't know which Fair. which direction we were going to go. But now, in the same shopping center, we're knocking down the middle building, and we're building a beautiful lounge where cool. places like I'd want to go. Yeah, I'd want my wife to go. Our yeah. friends would go. So it's going to be super high end, very nice, good food, good experience you know, have a comedy show one night. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, fun. And then now we're in talks of opening up a little arcade on the side so you can smoke, go play okay. like your favorite Pac-Man game or, you know, this you know, games that we grew up with. Yeah. Just make it a fun experience. Like you, if you're having dinner at Medeo, mm -hmm. where, where should I go? Hey, let's go check out this spot across the street. Yeah. Play some arcade, smoke a little bit, have a drink. Have fun. Yeah. Oh, I think from great. a, visitors perspective, that's what makes a lot of sense because as you mentioned, it's still a federal issue. Yeah. So, when you come to West Hollywood, come stay in one of these great hotels, come and enjoy a night at Urban Leaf yeah. and have that experience while you're here and then not have to worry about getting on the plane with anything or having to deal with any of those well, federal well, issues. Well, it's Jeff, just, it's, 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 it's interesting you say that because West Hollywood, me and all the other um, groups that won licenses, we all went super high end. Mm -hmm. And we're like, this is West Hollywood. We're mm -hmm. going to do this really nice. We're going to all, I, I don't know if you've been to Artist Tree or some of the other places, but all the other groups with the Woods, which is owned by mm -hmm. Woody Harrelson and, mm -hmm. and Bill Maher, they, um, all of these places are very nice, mm -hmm. very high end. You know, everybody went, you know, super luxurious. And um, we want to set the tone that, you know, these pot shops don't need to be places where you have to, you know, kind of watch yourself when you walk in yeah it's, it's like you know some some guy true story walked by urban leaf and he goes is this a gucci store <laughs> oh i love that and that made me feel really good we're like yeah, okay yeah. good you feel like, great about yeah, that. like 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 you know this is this is like let's let's change people's persona about 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 these things let's let's yeah. make it let's make it a good experience let's make it fun let's make it nice you feel good when you're in there you don't want to like okay, let me get out of here. I don't want anyone to see me, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, definitely. And it fits the vibe of West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And what's really, you know, where I feel the like direction every, is going. Everything right? in West Hollywood is is elevated. Everything in West Hollywood is better, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in West Hollywood and you're opening up a business, you kind of have to like, you know, up your game a little bit. Of course, you yeah. Know? Um, when, when you got restaurants like Catch and mm -hmm. Craig's and, you know, all these hot spots that are known across across yeah. the world, right? Other restaurants need to really like step it up. Yeah. Right? Oh, definitely. And West Hollywood is that is that city. Like, if you're going to be in West Hollywood, you need to you need to you need to really buckle it up and do it right. Exactly. You know, it's it's the best city in the world. How would you describe your ideal night out on the Sunset Strip? So, where would you go? Where would you eat? Where would you stay? Just for somebody that hasn't been here before, walk us through that. Well, I'd start at Pink Dot and get a bottle of water or something. <laughs> well played. Because I know I'm going to have a long start night. Start to hydrate. Right? Well very good. Played. And I'd park in the Pink Dot parking lot because it's very easy access to park there. It's not that expensive. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Great. So I would, uh, so 
one of my favorite restaurants is the Tower Bar. Amazing. Love the Tower Bar. Great spot. Medeo. Mm-hmm. I love Medeo. So ideal night would be either one of those two restaurants. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe drinks at one, dinner at the drinks other. Drinks at one, dinner at the other. I'm like also this. a member of the Brightly at the at the Pendry, so I love going there. Mm-hmm. The rooftop's really nice. And then they have a restaurant called Merois. I would have dinner at one of those places. Then I would walk to maybe Tess and have a drink. They have a nice bar there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe go to like the walk to the addition or to the to the to the one hotel, go downstairs, they have a very nice bar yeah. scene. Or maybe even go to the the Harriet's on top. Oh yes. Right? Of the of the one of the one hotel. One hotel, yeah. Um, there's so much to do that people maybe a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Right? But because I'm so involved. Totally. A, a lot of my friends are like, Saul, Saul, you know, what let's go do? out. Where should we go? And I'll, I'll give them a list of all these things. And, and they're like, but that everything on Sunset? I'm like, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Trust just me. Go, just go, just, just go try. And then they'll call me the next day. They'll be like, wow, Harriet's was a lot of fun. That restaurant was amazing. Mm-hmm. Great suggestions. Like, I didn't know. Like, a lot of people don't know that all this stuff is happening on Sunset. Yeah. Right? So the more we put it out there and people come and see and they, and they actually try it, they're like, wow, Sunset's back. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot. Like Sunset, I've been I hearing that, a, Jeff, I've been hearing that a lot. Sunset's back. Yeah, yeah. I sent a group of uh, my kid's friends and all of his influencer friends to the den for mm-hmm. dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hadn't been there. The den has totally remodeled and he's upgraded his menu and it's- Yeah, it's great really food, cool great restaurant, yeah. So they Very went to fun. the den for dinner and then they went to the comedy store. Amazing. For night. And they all called me afterwards and they were like, this is the most amazing <laughs> night ever. Yeah. Amazing. You know? So last was, night, last night, okay. I went and saw Bill Burr. <gasps> so great. My my buddies got me a ticket. Went and saw Bill Burr at the Roxy. Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't cool. even know the Roxy did that. And then we walked to the Bird Streets. Yeah. Yes. And we had drinks there. Yeah. And my friends texted me this morning like, what a fun night. <laughs> right? They've never been to the Bird Streets and they never yeah. knew that, that like, I, I never even knew that the Roxy had had comedy oh, like yeah. like yeah. like like was set up for was yeah, set up for that. Could do that. But it was so it was so like you're in the Roxy. You know what I mean? It's like it's like cool. there's so much history there. Mm-hmm. You're like the bands that oh, have played completely. there, the different the different groups that were founded there. It's like yeah. right? And even at the comedy store, you're like, you know, it's owned by um Mitzi Shore, Polly yeah, Shore's yeah. mom. And you're like, the amount of comedians that have been founded here mm-hmm. and like the history, like there's so much history on the Sunset Strip. Exactly, right? and all of these different businesses, which is cool, it's not just one spot. Yeah, so, yeah, so like yeah. all these different businesses, they have all, like Chateau, yeah. you know, even Carney's, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Roxy, uh, Rainbow, like all these different businesses, oh. on Viper Room, yep. right? Exactly. The th- if those walls could talk. <laughs> if I always think that, by you the know? way. Anytime I go out to any of these places, I'm like, oh my gosh, what these walls have seen. They've yeah. seen. Which yeah. is, <laughs> maybe it's like good we've deli- that they can't <laughs> talk. <laughs> we've delivered to so many of these bands that are staying at the Grafton. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every team, I don't know if you guys knew this, but every team that the Lakers and Clippers would play would stay at the Grafton mm-hmm. and they'd buy out the whole hotel. So the team, and they'd order pink dot none. Like my drivers would be in and out of there. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you what they're ordering. <laughs> That's fine. But my drivers were in and out of there, in and out of this. Like it was, it was, it was like it was the place to be. And then the Mondrian, the Sky Bar, of course, right? Like oh. the Sunset Strip, it's had had is is and was still the yeah. best. And still, yeah. yes, and you still know? exactly. When the House of Blues had a concert, mm-hmm. the entire street was vibrating. Oh yeah! Like I would feel, I, I would feel a different energy. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a concert tonight. Yeah. Something's happening. Exactly. Like, and then, and then there'd be a line outside of Pink Dot. 
People buying booze, hiding it, trying to get into the House of Blues because they don't want to pay the... See what Kobe Bryant started? Yeah, people exactly. People being able to walk up to the door and yeah, buy stuff yeah, right away, yeah. right? Oh I swear, God. when there was a concert at the House of Blues, <laughs> yeah. no matter who it was, people, there was a line outside of Pink Dot. I, oh, I believe it. I believe it. Well, this has been such a yeah. great conversation. We could yeah. continue yeah. like all, all day. Goals, all goals. We'll, have all do, day. we'll have to do part two. No, we will definitely time. have to do part two. Um, but you know, as we're, we're wrapping up, I mean, any sort of final tips or insights for, for anybody that's, you know, looking to stay in West Hollywood or just, just any kind of final thoughts on, on WeHo? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, in, 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 in my opinion, I think WeHo's Amazing. I love it. I think it's it's definitely I mean, COVID obviously slowed everything down across the world, but sure. you know, WeHo is one of those cities that bounced back quick. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's safe, it's beautiful, it's clean, mm-hmm. it's it's got beautiful hotels, great restaurants, mm-hmm. and, you know, Sunset Strip, Santa Monica, Melrose, a- any yeah. part of WeHo. We have, you know, just something to do for everybody. Yeah. Right. Even on the Sunset Strip, you want to go to watch a rock band, there's a place for you. You want to go to high school. High uh, upscale restaurant. You want to go to a rooftop, have a drink. You mm-hmm. want to go watch comedy. You want to go grab a drink at Pink Dot. You know, yeah. there's something you know. for everybody, right? <laughs> Love that, yeah. Um, and you know, it's an honor to be on this show. And I've known Jeff for a long time. We sit on the board of the, yeah. the, of the Sunset, Sunset Strip together. Yeah. And, and I uh, just want to thank you for. I mean, that was really brave to take over what you did with Pink Dot. And you know, now I'm sure historically looking back on it, you're like, I, you know, it just kind of happened, but you realize the cultural relevance of a place and how Mm -hmm. much it matters probably more today than ever before. And the fact that we're sitting here in 2023 and talking about Pink Dot. Right. I mean, think think about it. Pink Dot could have been one of those brands like um, Blockbuster. Yeah, right. Yes. Tower Records. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I remember that. It was so cool. I don't want that to happen. No. no. Yeah. Right. It doesn't need to. It didn't need to happen. And like, you know, you still think back at at like Blockbuster and it was great to go, you know, I, I, I remember going there with my dad and getting a video and like yeah. buying some red vines. It, it was such an experience, but yeah, like it just went away. Yeah. You know, and now you got to explain to your kids. But like Pink Dot, <laughs> I want to continue Pink Dot so like New my generation. kids' kids yeah. will have a chance to order Pink Dot. Well, you know? I, I mean, I, I think it's kind of the perfect business model where I mean, we're just continuing to go in that direction. So yeah. you definitely yeah. don't have anything to worry about. Now it's just how to how to continue having fun with the brand, which is which is the great stuff, yeah. the great yeah. thing to play with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank for you guys for having me. This, this has been great. Great thank conversation. You. Thank you. Amazing. Thank yeah. you.